0: welcome everyone to another episode of slasher scotty i am your host scotty mccoy and boy do i have a surprise for all of you i have on zoom with me right now brian pacheco and he is the director of the upcoming film let me see if i pronounce it correctly melancholy right melancholy, melancholy. Yep. You're, you're
1: close. close enough, close
0: enough. Close enough.
1: Close enough. Yeah. hey guys <laughs> right so um,
0: first question i do oh first of all how are you doing
1: pretty good um it's uh wednesday i think hopefully tuesday <laughs> tuesday oh my god it's a uh, it's one of those days it's one of those weeks then yeah right? it's, it's, yeah been pretty good can't complain awesome
0: awesome yeah that, that's great um so i guess the first question i have and a lot of people might be wondering is how did you get your start in the filmmaking yeah so mainly with film um
1: it's always been something i always been interested in as a kid you know watching up horror movies and stuff so like it was something that i always was interested in but didn't know how to get a start um I have some really good friends in the indie community you know they've always reached out to me hey you want to do this you want to do that and i was like yeah and it, it slowly became that thing of like oh, i got this little role this little role i know i'm not probably the best actor <laughs> but um but i was definitely looking as for like directing producing writing that's kind of like where, where i'm at like at a le- like on a high level like right off the gates i'm like you know i'm just gonna start directing my own movies and my own castings all that and it, it just it's just it's a fun process like whoever's yeah. done it knows how crazy it gets but it's fun mm-hmm. for sure
0: yeah yep. it, it really can be crazy and very stressful i mean i don't know if you started filming yet but the scheduling process is probably the hardest and most yeah. stressful po- process of filmmaking yeah it's like
1: weather yeah <laughs> like because most of these indie movies they're they're very low budget um mm-hmm. i think melancholy has like a budget of like a thousand or five thousand bucks it's mm-hmm. between those two um because if we haven't finished filming yet and they could cost more it costs less but it's right between yeah. those and like sometimes we're like all right see you guys this date and the day mm-hmm. like without no warning rain happens and everyone's traveling far away two-hour drives and hour drive yeah. most people can't make it because you know i don't want anyone have like an accident on like heading over to one of my sets or anything yeah but yeah it's uh it's a, it's a rewarding process though yeah it's, it's yeah. fun
0: it really is i know like my first Give me one second. I'm turning my, my Apple watch off because I keep getting these car warranty telemarketers calling me. <laughs> you, like, need oh, that yeah. warranty, that you need that warranty
1: extended, you need that extendo.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my goodness. uh Yeah, but with scheduling, like I know with our first movie, with scheduling was so horrendous because people would be like, Well, I can't do these dates. I'm like, Okay, well, I need to match all these people that are in the scenes together for those dates. And like, I can't do these dates. Then we have it ready to go, two days left to, until we start to film and everything. Like, you know what? Something came up. I can't do this day now. It's like, Really? We were just filming this day. Yeah, now yeah. you're me we can't do it. Now I gotta redo <laughs> all of the scenes that we're gonna shoot that day that don't include their character. And it's like, Ah. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: one of those, like, we had, um, for the first melancholy, it was, like, two weeks ago, a mm-hmm. lady, a lady we were expecting her to show up, she lives like, around, like, two hours away, um, and then she couldn't make it, like, at all, Yeah, and I was like, man, like, we're, we're gonna start, like, right now, and I was like, alright, we're gonna have to, like, unify the characters and then have her be some other character and switch shit, shit up that way, and then it was, <laughs> it was one of those things, and it worked out, like, perfect, man, like, I, I couldn't yeah. tell, um, how it how women but like when people see it they're gonna be like okay i see what people did <laughs> yeah. to make this happen
0: nice but yeah nice. Yeah. And sometimes you got to come with something creative when you're doing a movie because if you yeah. don't like it, it's not either not going to make sense or you got to delay filming and postponing yeah. it isn't just time consuming it's also costs money yeah
1: that's yeah. What's one of the things too yeah it's like producers will breathe on your neck sometimes and be like yeah so you like so what, what you're gonna do now i was like i don't know <laughs> like you gotta think like yeah everything happened within like 10 minutes because we were like respecting to show up like I'm, I'm like two hours away two, two hours later I, I can't make it and i'm right. like crap all right i think we even started shooting when i got that message of her like all right we'll just add you in later um
0: right.
1: it's just one yeah. things, man
0: <laughs> exactly so for those that are unaware what is this film about so
1: this is a back to basics of the old like I like older genre movies that multiple, or different genres that people don't even talk about or know about. This is a sexploitation film, like, right off the gates. I know most people haven't heard the term. Every time I talk to people who haven't heard about it, they're like, well, what's a exploitation?" I was like, well, sexploitation is mainly, you know, it's an exploitation film that has, like, it's like everything is, like, amped up nudity, all of that. Uh-huh. It's, like, it's, like, 11. Um, um, it is a ruffie. Uh, Ruffies are, some people even call them predecessors to slashers to Mm -hmm. some point um so it definitely has that tone to it it's like a very darker tone most of those movies that were lighter tone Mm -hmm. like they were like nudist camps and then they were like shoot like no dialogue it would just be just that but this one has a ton of dialogue in it people are gonna like um but yeah um Melancholy is a back-to-basics exploitation roughy that it's 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 very unique and it's gonna be shot black and white just like how those films were um so that's that's one of the key things we're going for it's gonna look very clean like black and white like sharp okay. as you can okay. be nice. um but yeah it's uh, it's about two detectives by the names of mel and connie we find a way to tie those win with the title um, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> um yeah it's about yeah <laughs> I, mean, I was thinking about like kind huh, of like Melancholy. What will be the two detectives and, like it's a te- detective story right and, like yeah detectives like ralph the bat Bows, like yeah. mel all right and connie nice. so we tie that way and yeah two detectives are on the lookout for a sex fiend criminal and it starts in a sorority house and then stuff just words that has a downward spiral and it's it's a wild movie. It's a it's a ride. Nice, um the nice. first we we finished, the movie's gonna be about 115 minutes or so. Um no, actually uh, an hour and 15 minutes, my bad. Mm-hmm. Um it's gonna be a very short story, 75 minutes long. Um yeah, we reached out the first 30 minutes and it's it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's yeah. great. Like I was just looking at clips of it. I haven't gotten to editing process. I'm like, this what a nice score is gonna look
0: awesome yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely (laughs) so is it just female nudity male nudity mix of both
1: it's a mix of both yeah um that's something that i didn't want to shy away from or like because i know mainly like horror movies you know they're almost always female dominated um, right which i'm not saying it's a bad thing but like but it's the one thing i feel like it's always been missing like male nudity is almost like taboo even in cinema nowadays it's like it's no like oh we can't have that no one wants to see that i'm like no we're gonna throw that in there like no we're not afraid of anything
0: (laughs) Right. Awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's how you get, have... you get other demographics in as well. You get you know the LGBTQ community. You get yeah. you know females because obviously like do you think like you know uh, like heterosexual females want to just see you know another other females naked? So you get the female demographic in there as well. Yeah.
1: Well. Yeah. That's that's one thing too. Even with sex season back then, they always had that homoerotic feel to them at certain movies. It, they were really rare. Right.
0: Those
1: because it was still like a taboo in for back then within sixties and seventies, but it was mm-hmm. still there. Um, so I do want to have throw those homages in for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like, I'm pretty sure you've seen like, um, basket case and, and, yeah. uh, brain damage, all those, you know, yeah. you have the shower scene of the guy just like naked in the shower and you have, yep. uh, Kevin Van Henrik running down New York naked, um, <laughs> <laughs> with no, with no budget. I think he had like a van open and he had like run out of the van and go back into the van. It was like that. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> we, we did. Yeah. So we, we didn't want to get those homages in, um, and yeah, like, like, show like, hey, like, nudity isn't only for females. Like, right. it's going to be for dudes too in this. And at least in my universe and my films they're going to have that for sure.
0: Absolutely. So where did you come up with this idea for this movie? So
1: believe it or not, it was about three years ago. I had a conversation with, with Frank Henelotter, director of Basket Case. And it was a creature feature weekend. Uh, shout out to Craig um, yes. he who runs the con. He's a great guy. And he, I'm going a few days to he'll be there. Um, but I talked to Frank um, and I was like, hey, Frank, like we talked for like an hour. And like mm-hmm. one of the last things I said to him, like, Frank, like, would be a genre you would love to see come back that you haven't seen? Do you want to see exploitation come back at a certain point? Do you want to get like remix of your own films? Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, the thing is, I want to get, I want, what I want to see is back in the indie community because it's never going to happen mainstream again. Mm-hmm. It's exploitation, exploitation films. He's like, that's something that it just died with no reason at all. Like it's mm-hmm. just, it was just gone um he explained too, like those movies were making like huge hits at the box office when they were out mm-hmm. and then slowly they kind of like died out in itself and mainstream yeah. i guess the mainstream movies kind of took over like dramas and stuff right. um so it kind of spiraled into that words and then it stopped um right. but there's always like there's always movies out there that you will get hints of sexploitation like i would say 50 shades of gray is a sexploitation movie yeah
0: um
1: it's, it's like one of those uh, mm-hmm. I know th- those are like more S and M ones, but it, it's just up there uh, as far as exploitation movies go. It's kind of mainstream, but yeah, like that, that stuff like, like kind of died into indies. He said because in indies you can do anything you want, right. um, and not care of like what everyone says or does. You can just do it, and and it's yeah. out there. Right. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that's so, where, Yeah.
0: So what do you think is the hardest part in getting this movie completed?
1: So I would say like the hardest part of getting the movie completed is I, I want the people are very like are into it as far as the actors goes. Mm-hmm. I, I think the hardest thing would be getting a release. Um I, I, I'm not worried too much about distribution. Um if it gets distributed, it does, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. But mm-hmm. I also like getting a premiere out of this, because I feel like people are gonna get like raged about it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh my god, this is a sexist movie. Like <laughs> get those people out there. Um, but it's it's not sexist. sex like it's. It's all very. It's a very. I would say it's a very feminist movie that everyone has equally everything. Like everyone is equal in this movie, so no one's above or anything. It's it's right between everything.
0: Right.
1: Um. But yeah, I would say like like as getting a release. Um, and getting people that won't take pictures of this movie in the movie. Yeah. Um.
0: Because
1: there's a lot of it, man. Like it's it's heavy.
0: (laughs) I can't wait to see it. I think it's it's gonna be you know something different. Because you don't see yeah. a lot of these movies out there, you know, especially that in depth and that detailed.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it took a lot of studying with it. Um, like I had to do a ton of research for the shots to like recreate some shots in the movie. Took like ten takes, and we we finally got them right. Um, so you get that feel. Um, it's it's still it's a modern take on it. Like it's not like completely old style, but because modern takes the shots look beautiful right. in black and white. Um, yeah. but yeah
0: absolutely so is there going to be or will there be or is there currently an indiegogo crowdfunding campaign for the movie there
1: is yeah it's a melancholy um dash six plus six. so i'll hand you the link i'm pretty sure it'll be somewhere okay. around here <laughs> yep. um yep. but yeah there's uh, yeah it's the perks are very cheap yeah that's one thing i want to make it the perks are very accessible for everyone so everyone mm-hmm. wants to help out can't help out without breaking the bank i know we're living in yeah. tough times with grass prices or insane yeah. everything's expensive yeah. so that's one thing I took in consideration when, when making it. Um, yeah, everyone can definitely chip in like five yeah. bucks. I think it's like five bucks minimum we have. I know mainly like some indigo's are like 10, 20, but yeah, you can everyone can definitely chip in for that one
0: and Absolutely. pick some stuff Yeah. I yeah, I yeah, know uh, gas here was four. Some like 420 something like a couple weeks ago now it's at 383 or whatever and i filled up again today and i literally it seemed like it didn't even go down any in my price range because it's like yeah. i'm still paying close to 40 dollars to <laughs>
1: yeah mine's across my across where i live at this is a there's a gas station that one is like 445 still
0: okay
1: and then but if yeah, you drive like you 10 Yeah, if if you drive up like five minutes up north of town, there's like one for like 378. Yeah, and that's where I always go. I'm like, it's it's worth the drive, it's worth the drive. Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
0: I know that. Uh, yeah, because I'm originally from northeastern Pennsylvania, I think it's like 440 something up there still. It's like, yeah, 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 we had it
1: bad. Yeah, like I think it was almost up to like six bucks, yeah, at one point. Yeah. And I was like, like this this ain't California. Like <laughs> right, yeah.
0: Maryland's always cheaper than Pennsylvania. So I know when I'm in yeah. like, when I'm in Maryland, I'm like, okay, well now I gotta budget, you know, this amount because when I come home because it's gonna be that's how much it's gonna be going into my tank in Pennsylvania. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> like, man. Like yep. yeah, because the, the ta- I think they even raised the, the gas tax here, so it's yeah. even harder.
0: Yeah, so and Maryland like, oh, doesn't they, even they, have a gas tax, so that's why it's like don't,
1: super... no. You're so lucky, man.
0: I know, <laughs> I'm right?
1: moving. I'm moving this time.
0: <laughs> yes. <how> about
1: that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, when and where will filming take place? And do you have an anticipated release date or year for the film? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So mainly, filming is done in Lebanon, Pennsylvania. We're gonna shoot um shoot some scenes in Waynesboro, Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, I, I think that's the two locations we're filming at. Um. Mainly, yeah. It would be those two. And I think we, we should have a release date. Um, I'm pretty sure by November, the, the film is going to be done editing. Mm-hmm. So, we should expect a release because um, I do have another film before this that I want to drop called Toys Were Not for Children. Yeah. Um, so, that one might drop around February. Because I want, I want to have like four or five month gap between them. So, you yeah. should see Toys around February and then Melancholy should drop around May or June.
0: Okay, awesome. Yeah. This sounds like a plan. I'm um, so excited to see this. So obviously, you are a filmmaker, um, and you know the ropes, at least to an extent, I would hope of being a filmmaker. So if someone wants to start making a movie, like what advice would you give them based on maybe mistakes you made in the past and not and you know, your experience? Yeah,
1: I, I would say networking is probably gonna be your best bet, finding filmmakers in your area and be like, hey, well not don't just ask this one person's opinion, ask multiple and then make yeah. it your own. That that be the that's what that's what I did. Um I did it too late. <laughs> Cause even <laughs> when I started filming, I only had advice from like one person and they're like, just yeah. have this and just shoot it. And I was like, what I do afterwards. You're like, <laughs> they're like, this they right. disappeared on me. Um but yeah, like um, but if you have your film, I would say before I make any movie, get a, get a feel around a set, like yeah. get, get that feel around you, and then be like, okay, this is how things work. They got the lights, you got the camera, yeah. you got your audio. Um, make sure everything's just in tip top. You don't even got to get expensive camera. We're shooting Melancholy on a GoPro, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that thing only cost me like 180 bucks, and it looks fantastic. At least yeah. um, yeah. well enough for what I want it to be used yeah. for um and
0: you and you could if you have an iphone you could just use your iphone and put it in 4k because that's what we shot 72 yeah. on our iphone it came out beautifully
1: yeah um yeah because yeah, there's, there's even some movies shot i think even christopher nolan shot a movie on an iphone
0: so yeah, yeah. it's it's
1: it's not that hard yeah just make sure you have okay. enough memory
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely because it, 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 it would really suck if you're if you're in the middle of a shoot and the middle of a of a scene and you're next thing you know it stopped recording and it says no more memory <laughs>
1: yeah and then you're gonna be stuck in like oh we're done for today the and then like yep. save, the, save the memory somewhere
0: yeah yep. we'll have
1: like a flash drive like super quick <laughs> ah. all right we got two more minutes left in uh yeah just make sure you get that memory card in
0: <laughs> absolutely yeah. so the last question i do got for you do you have any other projects in the works that you would like to promote to the listening and the viewing audience
1: yeah so we do have um toys Went off children that's my first film it's, it's mm-hmm. gonna be coming out they're gonna be you're gonna see a lot of promotion for it pretty soon yeah um after and after melancholy shoots uh like it wraps up we're gonna announce more projects so just take a look on my uh facebook uh page called tainted poison film productions okay. that's we're gonna be like up to most of the date with most of my films um yeah both plus we have um one documentary that's part of that um i'm not directing it um katherine mm-hmm. andrea is directing it um it's called lighting up the night um yeah. it's a documentary of like mental health um, so yeah, that's something that's it's a really good story that she has going on and
0: yeah, all I the interviews coming on the show as well, and we're gonna be promoting both melancholy and that. So that's yeah. exciting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, that's awesome. Yeah, she she's yeah. great. Yeah. Awesome. Um, she's a really good friend to me. And and yeah, like she's also mel she's the lead in melancholy. Nice. Um, yeah, right next to my friend uh Andrew man, I can't remember. Andrew Lynch. Oh my god, he's gonna yeah. kill me when I, <laughs> 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 I almost put his last name up. <laughs> um but yeah it, it's a really good um some stuff coming up there I, c- I can see 2023 we might have be shooting two more movies um mm-hmm. maybe three um but those are like secret for now
0: <laughs> awesome. well that but sounds yeah. good um and if you have anybody else from the cast or the crew that want to come on you know just send them my way and i will be yep. more than happy to have them on the show and i know i'm booked most of august I, i'm starting to book up september i have uh couple of spots left there um so you know we can book up in september and uh, i can go into september and october with some of the cast members just let me know and i'll be more than happy to have them on promote the movie
1: yeah definitely i'm going i definitely try to get andrew on i know andrew's a busy guy um yeah. but he's he's definitely fun to, to talk to for sure
0: awesome. yeah, definitely absolutely.
1: Love
0: him. <laughs> absolutely well i thank you brian for joining me today
1: hey, awesome scotty no thank you i appreciate it man
0: Yep, not a problem you have a great rest of your day
1: you too man thank you yeah. thanks for listening yep. guys
0: yep bye Bye.